everyone. Welcome to the Traveling On Radio Show, and thank you for sharing a part of your day with us. I'm uh, Tanya Fitzpatrick, and I'm here with my favorite travel partner, my husband, Ian. Hey, sweetie. Hey, dear. I'm glad you remember, too. You were there. <laughs> you forgot. No. The little gray cells are a little bit challenged. I'm fatigued. Just, uh, just trying to enjoy the moment. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and uh, we're happy to have you back with us today to talk about our favorite topic. And if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Welcome to our show. You're going to learn a lot about travel We and that because that's all we talk about. And each week we invite the best of the best on the show and to share their insights into a whole host of travel-related information. This show is for you, and we'd love to hear from you if you have a question for us or our guest today, and we've got a lot of guests today. Mm-hmm. Call us at 301-984-2173. Also, you can email any questions or show topic suggestions to us at radio at travelin, that's T-R-A-V-E-L-N-O-N. And we've got a very full show today from government representatives from Customs and Border Protection and the Transportation Security Administration. Lots of practical tips and information that we're going to be able to share with you from everything from passports to handling the security lines at our nation's airports. And including, you know, even some of the new uh, uh, security initiatives, the... um full body scans, et cetera. So lots of good stuff today. But before we travel on, we want to share a couple of great things with you from the Traveling On website news page. Uh, make sure you play Traveling travel Trivia this week uh, because we are giving away two great prizes. Uh, two tickets to the America's Polo Cup match between the U.S. and Italy, which is going to be held in Leesburg, Virginia, on the historic Morven Field on May 10th. And I'm doing a happy dance because of that. I, I love I love ponies. And uh, also, we are giving away two tickets to see folk recording artist Willie Porter in concert in Willie's newest CD, which is a, an amazing CD. Willie is kind of a, a cross between Sting and Seal with uh, contemporary folk mixed in. And uh, I actually learned, babe, that he has out- opened for Seal. Or, no, he's open for Sting in past. Interesting. So, he's uh, uh, he's a really talented artist, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, his concert. Yeah, and, and Willie's going to be appearing at Jam and Java in Vienna, Virginia, on May 10th as well. And uh, starting next week, we'll be playing some segments from his newest CD. Um, also, make sure you visit our website and especially the calendar page to see where we'll be broadcasting from uh, because there's always an opportunity to travel with us. Next weekend, of course, we'll be in Frederick, Maryland for their Mayfest Fair. And on May 10th, we'll be on the grounds of America's Polo Cup match between the U.S. and Italy. And speaking of which, we are really pleased to introduce Tariq Salahi, chairman of the America's Polo Cup, to our show. We're, we're really looking forward to, uh, to, to having him, uh, to, to having Tariq on our show to, uh, to talk more about the, uh, the Polo Cup. But this year's match, honey, is going to be really, really wonderful um, between the U.S. and Italy. And, um, you know, we're starting with a uh, fashion show and cocktail reception. There's all sorts of great mm-hmm. things going on. And so. it's also, too, a, a significant fundraiser to raise uh, money for Journey for the Cure. So it's mm-hmm. not just sports. It's really about uh, giving back to the community as well. And so it's a, it's a very, uh, 
very important event in our community, and we're happy to be part of that. Yeah, we are, and and, and I think they're going to have uh, Huey Lewis and the news and, you know, a fireworks show and all sorts of good things going on that weekend. And I know general tickets are available Um well, there's, there's a link from our website mm-hmm. on the calendar page at TravelN-On.com. Just go to the, the calendar page. And uh, the, their website is AmericasPoloCup.com. And so, you know, they can buy tickets to any of the events, um, including, I think, Friday night, they're starting off with a, um, a fashion show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cocktail hours. So... Uh, we're looking forward to uh, to that. May is always a great time for the horses, whether they're uh, running races or running in polo matches. So uh, we're excited to be part of that event, and we will be there live Absolutely. next Saturday. Absolutely. So another remote that gets or two traveling. Saturdays. Two May Saturdays. 10th. Yeah. May 10th. Okay. May 10th. May 10th. Next Saturday will be in downtown Frederick, and we're uh, actually going to have uh, Joanna Lubis uh, at the end of our show. Um, on the, uh, she's with the Downtown Frederick Partnership, and she's going to tell us a little bit about that that event. But you know what? Also, next Saturday is Kentucky Derby, uh-huh. which is one of those. You know, you know, we inter- interviewed Patricia Schultz not too long ago. Um, a thousand places to see before you die. Well, on my list, honestly, is the Kentucky Derby, and um, uh, <laughs> we're we're. I, I would love to do a, uh, a remote from, from there. So, um, But tell us, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a pretty great show. Um, we're going to have a great show. I'm sorry, I'm multitasking here. We're going to have a great show uh, coming up today um, with, uh, with, with Kelly Clunt from uh, the Customs and Border Protection. And uh, also... Lauren Wolf from TSA. Yeah. And uh, Lauren is uh, going to share some of the changes that are coming to the uh, security checkpoints mm-hmm. at our nation's airports. So we're excited about that. Yep, yep. And uh, so we're going to take a, a quick uh, quick break here. And uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll have the girls on the, on the line to tell us what's going on in the world of travel and security. Uh, you're listening to the Traveling On Radio Show, and this is Tanya Nian Fitzpatrick, your traveling enthusiast, and we're happy to be here with you again today. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side of this break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Progressive Talk 1260. Whether you're traveling by plane, train, or automobile, make TravelingOn.com your first stop. At TravelinOn.com, that's TravelIn-On.com, you can get current travel news and information, buy the latest travel book, and find those great travel bargains. Visit TravelinOn.com, your premier source for all things travel. That's TravelIn-On.com, and make sure to sign up for email specials and tune into the Traveling On radio show each week for a chance to win some great travel prizes. BronzeWorldTravel.com is the premier internet travel destination offering you the best travel values for all of your travel needs. Not only can you book the basics in travel, such as flights, rental cars, and hotels, but think of them when you're planning a cruise, a complete vacation package, registering for your honeymoon, or searching for those last-minute travel deals. 
Unlike the other online booking sites, BronzeWorldTravel.com does not compromise customer service. Backed by a team of seasoned travel professionals and a nationally rated agency, at BronzeWorldTravel.com there is always someone available to answer your questions. They have so many great travel deals that you'll make them your first choice when it comes to travel. Visit BronzeWorldTravel.com today and discover the best values in travel. That's B-R-O-N-Z-E WorldTravel.com, where they celebrate life through travel. BronzeWorldTravel.com. This is Progressive Talk 1260. Dad, online at Progressive.talk1260.com. You never know which moments will be the ones they remember forever. So take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 1-877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Traveling on Radio Show. This is uh, Tanya Fitzpatrick here with my hubby, Ian. Always great to be here, dear. Just another day in radio land. I just wanted to uh, uh, just mention how Traveling on Radio is really getting out and about, not just within the metropolitan Washington community, but all over the country. We are taking the show to a new level in terms of uh, doing remotes from uh, various locations because we want to really make that connection. And that's one of the great things about some of the upcoming events uh, that we have planned, which are live remotes, uh, uh, starting with uh, the the, uh, Mayfest and first Saturday in Frederick uh, on May 3rd, then followed by the America's Polo Cup on May 10th. And so this is all part of our outreach and all part of our efforts to really grow traveling on and make that connection with our listening audience in a more personal way and to show them that we are active out here. We're doing everything to uh, promote events and uh, places where people may want to travel or things that people may want to do during the course of a weekend. That's really what this show is about. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, this is our way, I guess, of kind of giving back to, um, you know, one of the things that that we do is in support of nonprofits, uh, we like to actually offer a uh, guest host opportunity. And 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 so we've done that a couple of times. And that's why, you know, you've heard um, different people in addition to the show, you know, Ian and I uh, on this show and past. And, you know, that's uh, in one of that's just one of the ways that we find we can give back um, to the best of our abilities at at this point. <laughs> well, you know, one of the one of the things about uh, travel is that we are seeing so much of travel in the headlines today, a lot because of what's taking place within the airline industry, and we're doing our best to stay on top of uh, top of the events that are taking place. And one of the good places to uh, to get the latest information is from our website, and we do have a blog there, and uh, we are trying to energize it and keep it very relevant to our audience, and uh, we recommend that you, you check it out at uh, travelin-on.com, and we are going to have interesting pieces there, pieces that I think that uh, offer an opportunity to go behind some of the headlines and, and offer some analysis as, as we did this week on the uh, 
Delta Northwest situation, which uh, uh, is attracting a lot of interest out there because uh, this opportunity to create a large global carrier uh, with uh, two of the largest carriers in the United States. And their CEOs were in Washington this week testifying before Congress Hmm. of the benefits of this merger. And uh, they met with a mixed reception, obviously, because people are concerned about the state of the industry, concerned about consolidation within the industry. And uh, uh, it will be interesting to see what takes place there. You know, speaking of Delta and Northwest, they just posted, uh, what, $10 billion in losses? $10.5 billion in losses. What's up with that? That's a lot of money. (laughs) Well, part of it is that uh, they had to account for the changes in the market price of their respective stocks, and uh, they essentially wrote those down because of uh, the rising fuel prices. But the important thing that I think people have to realize about the airline industry is that uh, despite the losses that are taking place, uh, these airlines are not necessarily going to go out of business, particularly the larger ones, unlike some of the smaller ones we've seen disappear, such as Skybus and uh, Champion Air. Uh, We've heard about a frontier bankruptcy. Delta and Northwest, uh, despite the losses that were announced, have between them $6.7 to $6.8 billion in cash and cash equivalents. So Hmm. they should be able to continue to purchase fuel and keep the lights on and keep the employees paid and all of those things. Continue so, to purchase fuel in, at the cost of $117 uh, a barrel. <laughs> yes, 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 indeed. So, uh, Okay. All right. Well, um, you know, we'll just, just keep posted. I mean, yeah, that was a great blog that you wrote, honey, and, and uh, very informative. We've gotten a lot of great uh, comments back and uh, and so, you know, when I get my act together, I want to I want to share some of our travels uh, with, you know, with our, our readers. Yeah, we'll have and, the stuff from New Orleans up soon. Yeah, so. I just, you know, I'm only one person That's and it's right. kind of hard to keep on top. But um, in any event, um, you know, one of the things that I, I, I wanted to share had we had uh, Tariq on the, the line is um, I wanted to share with him how we started this uh, this travel business, and we started it because I didn't think I could make any money um, with horses. <laughs> you know, Ian and I, just to share with you guys, Ian and I um, started this. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing how, um, who, uh, how, I'm sorry, I'm multitasking again, uh, how things, when you follow your own passion, how things evolve naturally. And, um, we started we started this uh because we met a um a a, a life coach in San Francisco, right? That's right. That's right. And uh a part of part of what we did on that trip to San Francisco uh back in 2005 was to really explore the depths of what were the things that uh, brought us the most joy and made us uh, pretty happy in life. And, and, and after some uh, Q&As uh, amongst our, ourselves as we uh, sat in this lounge, uh, we, uh, we came back and uh, realized that travel was, was uh, one of the big things that uh, uh, made, us, made us happiest. And uh, we, uh, we uh, kind of built on that and 
moved into uh, uh, looking at travel and looking at all of the things where we could include travel, such as travel agency and travel mm-hmm. agency, then to travel media but, and travel but, radio. But we went there because because when you life coached me and asked me what I love, what makes me the happiest, I said horses and travel. <laughs> and... You know, and then we thought, we sat down and strategized, you know, how can we make money at horses? And, you know, when I was a little girl, and this is just a, a, a uh, an inside secret to my life, uh, when I was a little girl, my dream job, I wanted to grow up to be a jockey. And I prayed to God that he keep me short <laughs> so that I could be a jockey. And uh, lo and behold, God answered my prayers. I'm, I'm short, but it's been a number of years since I, I've ridden. And, uh, and so we, we worked through that and we realized, okay, you know, maybe owning horses, a racehorse maybe one day, but, uh, you know, to see an immediate ROI, what can we do? And, and that's how we, uh, we developed the, the, uh, the travel business. And from that, we got a lot of television exposure here and, uh, and then the radio show came, and the rest is history. Um, so we're pretty uh, much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're really excited about that, and we're excited to uh, you know be part of the the America's Polo Cup and and um, you know to promote tourism in our own backyard here as well. Well, we are now involved also with the um, DC DC Jazz Fest, and uh, um, so you know we're one of their. Uh, um, hopefully media partners and uh, you know another great organization and again to promote uh, not only tourism in our own backyard but um, but also you know in this country which is important and and certainly you know internationally there's a lot of uh, international destinations that we have a heart for so I think we have worked out these uh, technical problems here on our show and we uh, apologize for any uh, inconvenience that we've caused you Kelly yes. is there. How Hello, about that? Kelly. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> good to good to be talking to you again. And 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 we've had you on so many times before from Customs and Border Protection. We're uh, happy to have you on the Traveling On Show today. Kelly, it's uh, I'm I'm happy to have you back. And and uh, I know you're missing a tennis lesson. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, but, you know, th- there's been so much uh, going on in, in your area. You know, CBP, Customs and Border Patrol, um, th- there's been so many great initiatives that you guys have been putting forward. Um, you know, we know now that passports, if you're traveling by air outside of the U.S. and U.S. territories like Puerto Rico and Guam, that a passport is the required document to re-enter this country. You know, we were talking about requirements for air travel. What's currently required for land and sea borders? Sure. Uh, well, very simply, uh, your birth certificate and photo ID are fine. Um, any of our trusted traveler programs, Sentry, Nexus, or FAST are fine. Uh, passports, obviously, and the State Department here in uh, June and July will be producing their new passport cards. So we've got a few options there, and not to confuse folks, but... Several states are producing an enhanced driver's license in the coming months that will also be an option. Oh, and, and what is that? What type of document is that enhanced driver's license? It's literally your 
uh, your driver's license that all of us have in our wallets um, that's, that's been designed and is issued in a secure process and is acceptable for cross-border travel. Um, this has been done in partnership with uh, Washington State, who has produced over 10,000 now. Um, and New York, Arizona, and Vermont will be following suit and coming out with their own enhanced driver's licenses uh, later this fall. And is this is this something in addition to the passport card? That is correct. So just another option that um, is convenient for folks. It's cost-effective, and, um, you know, everyone thinks of, I think, the Western Hemisphere Travel Initiative as the passport requirement, but really now there are several options that hopefully will, will meet people's needs. Now, now, when will this uh, implementation of the, of the new requirement actually occur? Sure. The final implementation is June 1 of 2009. And what that means, Tanya, is that the, the birth certificate and photo ID option that I mentioned comes off the table. So at that point, only a secure document, your passport, your passport card, or one of these enhanced driver's licenses, um, or one of our trusted traveler cards will be the only options at that point. Okay. Okay, and, you know, is there a benefit really to having a passport card versus um, the passport? I mean, the passport card cannot be used for air travel, correct? Correct. It is a more limited-use international travel document. In other words, it was really designed for a lot of the border community residents um, and, you know, folks who maybe otherwise wouldn't want a passport, um, although it's only $20 in addition to your passport, so there's some uh, flexible costs. Um, you know, pricing there. But it also has a technology that's really useful. As you can imagine, our land border is is a little bit different than the airport environment. Mm -hmm. So we've designed it to be sort of high-tech to help save time at the borders. Now, Kelly, uh, this this rule that we're talking about, the one that goes in effect uh, June 1st, 2009, that's that's a year away. Why is uh, CBP taking the initiative now to kind of promote this at this uh, juncture? Sure. Well, we, we know, and, and you've heard me say this before, but we know that this whole requirement is really a, a big cultural change. It's mm-hmm. a social change. Um, obviously, we have very strong relationships with our neighboring countries, um, and we want to continue to build on those relationships and to enhance cross-border travel. So we really wanted to give folks ample time, um, number one, to get used to it, and number two, um, to actually go out and obtain the right documents. So hopefully, with more than a year's notice, um, it will really be a smooth uh, transition. Okay. Well, you know, Kel, I'm happy we have you. I'm, you know, we're getting ready to, to take a quick break, and, and uh, I'm, I'm frightened to death that we may lose you. <laughs> Again, but I'm gonna I'm gonna remain faithful that uh, that that our tech bugs have uh, been worked out, and uh, we'll talk to you in just a couple of minutes after our break. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, you're listening to the Traveling On Radio Show. This is Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, and when we come back, we will continue being educated on the requirements for border crossings by Kelly Clunt with Public Affairs at CBP. Washington's been waiting, and now it's here. Progressive Talk 1260. Discover a new you. See yourself in a whole new way with a color makeover. Find a look that expresses your style, your personality, and your life with Mary Kay Cosmetics. You'll delight in the many wonderful colors that the MK Signature line brings you. Find the perfect shade for your eyes, lips, and cheeks. 
Visit Danielle Johnson's website at MaryKay.com backslash ms.djohnson86 for a virtual makeover. You'll love what you discover. Mary Kay, enriching women's lives. Whether you're traveling by plane, train, or automobile, make TravelingOn.com your first stop. At TravelingOn.com, that's TravelIn-On.com, you can get current travel news and information, buy the latest travel book, and find those great travel bargains. Visit TravelingOn.com, your premier source for all things travel. That's TravelIn-On.com, and make sure to sign up for email specials and tune into the Traveling On radio show each week for a chance to win some great travel prizes. From the political capital of the world, Progressive Talk 1260. And welcome back to the Traveling on the Radio Show. Your traveling enthusiasts here, Ian and Tanya Fitzpatrick. We are talking to Kelly Clunt from Customs and Border Protection. And we're also now joined by Lauren Wolf with the Transportation Security Administration, better known as TSA. Lauren, welcome to Traveling On, along with Kelly. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing quite well. Fantastic. We wanted to have you on because there are a lot of changes that are taking place at the airport security checkpoint, and we wanted to have have you on to talk to us and talk to our audience about some of those changes. We know that there's a new initiative called Checkpoint Evolution. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Well, TSA is in the process of really a fundamental shift in strategy for the security checkpoint, and it's going to encompass both people, process, and technology. And this is really the most significant change that has occurred um, in passenger screening since 9-11, and even since the checkpoint was first established in the 1970s. Um, We really know that the transportation network and aviation sector, um, in particular, are still considered a high value by terrorists. And we know that they, those terrorists will work with um, common items rather than simply prohibited items to create their um, improvised explosive devices, um, which is what we saw in the August 2006 thwarted uh, London liquids plot. So to that effect, uh, TSA is looking at doing a few things, one of which is calming down the checkpoint environment. And this enables security officers to increase their passenger interaction. It will result in heightened security and really a better experience for travelers overall. Now, give us a sense what this new security checkpoint will look like and feel to the traveling public. Sure. Well, I can tell you that a prototype is going to be launched at Baltimore Washington International Airport in the coming weeks. And that checkpoint includes um, light elements, sound elements, and sort of a queuing structure that is designed to um, provide as much convenience as possible for the travelers and to sort of bring down that stress level. Overall, when we bring down that stress level, it allows our security officers to better identify those individuals in the crowd who pose hostile intent. Now, you've, you've often used BWI Airport in our area as a uh, kind of as a laboratory for trying out some of these initiatives as uh, you roll them out to other airports. How long do you expect uh, this initiative to, uh, I guess, be under review at BWI before we see it at other airports? Well, I can tell you at this point, we're not planning to duplicate the prototype specifically, but what we are doing with over 2008, we'll be rolling, rolling out different elements of this checkpoint to airports all around the country. Um, this includes uh, new technologies, um, additional training for our security officers, and changes to that security officer's appearance. They'll be receiving new uniforms as well. Mm. Now, you know, this 
I'm just curious, how um, are you coordinating, uh, is TSA coordinating its efforts with CBP's efforts um, uh, or new initiatives for, um, you know, creating these new travel uh, travel documents? Uh, I, I'm assuming, I know that there's coordination because you guys are under the same DHS umbrella, um, but are the, the security officers, you know, they well-versed in um, being, uh, being able to identify um, you know, legitimate, like passport cards, for example? Absolutely. I'd love to speak to that. Um, actually, at the end of the last year, TSA took over the travel document checker position. So um, before, when you arrived at the airport, you got through the queuing line, you arrived at somebody who worked for the airline, and you showed them your documents. Mm-hmm. Now we've taken that over as a security function, and it's really done wonders. Um, our security officers are trained to identify fraudulent documents, and they have tools like the black lights and loops to help them look at those documents as well. Okay. Now, Kelly, I wanted to ask you, with regards to these new documents, who's actually affected by the, the changes that are being implemented? Uh, really, the, the only folks affected, it's a pretty good, pretty big-sized group, but all U.S. citizens and Canadians um, who were previously not required to present documentation. So those are really the, the groups of folks who are affected, um, and we're, we're uh, undertaking a lot of communication efforts to make sure, again, that they're aware well in advance of what the new requirements are. Oh, okay. Now, now um, there's U.S. and Canadian. Um, are Canadian citizens actually affected to some, because there's, there's, what is the Nexus program? I know there, there's some program that, um, uh, whereby a passport is issued by the government of Canada that's, that's recognized uh, here as well. Is, is Correct. That- yeah, the Nexus card is a great program. It's a binational trusted traveler program with Canada. Um, it's sort of the next step beyond just a travel document. Um, it's for pre-approved, low-risk travelers. Um, in other words, no sort of criminal past or, or um, even things like DUIs, you can't get into the program. And one of the benefits of Nexus is that you get access to Nexus kiosks in airports in Canada for quicker processing. You also have access to dedicated lanes at many of the border crossings. So um, another way that we've partnered you know, with Canada to find solutions to really help speed border crossing. And as, as you know, if you've ever been up to, you know, Buffalo, mm-hmm. Niagara Falls, or My Detroit, home area. <laughs> Windsor, yeah, exactly, anywhere up there, those communities are very closely intertwined. So it's a great sort of program, uh, especially for border residents in those areas. Now, are there particular requirements uh, for uh, U.S. and Canadian children in terms of uh, the documents that they will be able to use? Will they need a card or or can they continue to use the birth certificates? Excellent question. And the birth certificate will continue to be fine uh, for children. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Now, I, I want to um, quickly go back to, to Lauren um, again, um, because I understand that there is another uh, initiative called the Passenger Engagement. I want to ask you about... Uh, about what's going on with our land and sea borders in, in terms of the current requirements because the rules changed in at the end of January of this year, didn't they? Yes. 
uh, really what we did was limit the number and types of documents that could be acceptable at the land and sea ports of entry. Um, Again, really meant to be a transition phase uh, towards next June uh, when a limited uh, set of secure documents will be required. So currently, if you don't have your passport, you don't need to worry. Your birth certificate and your photo ID are fine. Um, And again, there are several options like a passport card that you can um, find out more at travel.state.gov. That will be coming out here in June, July. Um, And then as well, some of the the states, um, for instance, New York, Arizona, Vermont, who will be coming out with an enhanced driver's license. So you already have your license. This is um, a limited-use cross-border travel document. And... um, fits in your wallet and serves as your driver's license, too. Now, but before we go to um, uh, go back to Lauren, um, the enhanced driver's license, that is the application process different uh, from the passport card application? It's actually designed to mirror that process. Um, and the reason being, obviously, is that there are uh, certainly a secure issuance process is very important um, to uh, to the documents themselves, the integrity and the security features that are placed in the documents, and making sure that they're being issued um, to citizens so that we can verify their citizenship um, when they do re-enter or enter the country. Um, that's a, a component that obviously isn't in your driver's license now, and I joke about about this, but you know, I had a fake ID when I was in college. Um, <laughs> I will neither admit nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> but these documents are designed to really have bulked up security features to prevent against, um, you know, anti-counterfeiting and imposter use. So that's important, um, you know, for privacy protections as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Kelly, one of the uh, things that I know with respect to these enhanced driver's licenses there were some states, and, and I can think of one in particular, Montana, that had expressed some resistance. What are you getting a sense of in terms of uh, the states now signing on to this and, and, and being comfortable with, uh, with uh, issuing these enhanced driver's licenses? Sure. Well, I think the first thing is, is that it's completely voluntary. It's, okay. it's completely voluntary for the states. And it's a partnership that um, we've found to be very successful, as I mentioned, with Washington State, who began producing their uh, EDLs in February. Um, They've been very much on the forefront of this. Um, You know, even looking down the road towards the Vancouver Olympics in 2010, they wanted to make sure that, um, you know, they make crossing the border very easy. Um, They've issued over 10,000, and I think they have uh, well over 20,000 applications. So, um, again, it's completely voluntary for states, but it really is a great option uh, for residents of those states. Lauren, I I wanted to ask you about, um, you have another initiative called Passport Engagement. What exactly is that? Passenger engagement. Passenger. I'm sorry. Passenger. See, I, you know, coming off of CBP and <laughs> talking sure. passport. So what exactly sure. is that? We're actually um, adding an additional training module to the training that our security officers receive. And this is considered uh, passenger engagement training. And it lends itself to checkpoint evolution and coming down that checkpoint environment. So it will bring down the stress level and make the interactions between our security officers and our passengers more one-on-one. Uh, help travelers get through the checkpoint smoothly, and overall allow those our security officers um, to you know, identify those individuals again with hostile intent. 
Now, one of the things about about the security checkpoints is that it is stressful for people. I mean, it's it's a place where where essentially you've got to you've got to turn over yourself, you've got to turn over your your property and your well being to uh, to the TSA officers, and and sometimes people who particularly haven't traveled a lot seem to have difficulty or seem to have issues with that. And I'd like to get a sense as to what TSA, what steps TSA is taking to to calm passengers, to reassure passengers, particularly those who are not well-versed with what goes on at the security checkpoint. Sure. Well, several airports around the country, um, Orlando, Spokane, um, Boston, just to name a few, Cincinnati, um, are starting this program called Diamond Lanes, Mm -hmm. and essentially what we're doing is creating uh, three lanes at those airports. One is a family lane, one is a lane for casual travelers, and one is an expert lane. And they're actually identified by the symbols that you look at when you go skiing. So one's a green circle, one's a blue square, one's a black diamond. The family lane is, and again, this is a self-select process, I should say that. So the Mm -hmm. security officer isn't going to say, oh, your family, you go here. You know, you get to pick yourself. This is a lane I should put myself in. I'm traveling, let's say, with my children today. I have a stroller. I have um, my baby in a baby carrier. I'll jump in the family lane, and I'll be with other families who are all divesting the same items. And I'm not going to be have you know a um, business traveler standing behind me pushing me through the line, and I won't forget to maybe take out my liquids, that kind of thing. Same goes for the business traveler. Now they have an opportunity to jump in a line with other business travelers, breeze right through, and they're not stuck behind um, a family. Now, um Speaking about some of the the new, um, uh, I guess, security initiatives, what is actually what's gained a lot of news attention is recently is uh, the backscatter technology and whole body imaging. Mm-hmm. What exactly is uh, whole body imaging? Whole body imaging is an umbrella term for two different kinds of technology: uh, millimeter wave and backscatter technologies. Currently, both are being piloted in Phoenix, and we recently announced uh, pilots of millimeter wave at both LAX and JFK. It's a very interesting technology, and it does a few things. Um, It uses harmless electromagnetic waves that bounce off um, a person's body to create an image that looks kind of robotic and allows a security officer to identify any metal or non-metallic threats that could be on a person's body. Now, we went through something um, that I thought was really cool, Lauren, in San Diego, I believe, Babe. Um, but certainly when we went up to the CN Tower in Toronto, is that we went through a, a machine that actually blew air on us. And I tell you, it felt so good because I was hot. Um, but I, I thought that was just a really, really cool um, uh, screening, security screening. What exactly is that? That would be an explosive trace portal. Oh, my. Those okay. portals blast puffs of air along your body. The idea is to sort of dislodge any particulate that would be on your clothes that could have traces of uh, explosive chemicals in it, and it sort of vacuums them up at the bottom and, and reads those chemicals. Just that quickly? That quickly. It's quite impressive. See, there, there's a great example of technology working at its best. We love it. Absolutely. Now, now there's something also called uh, an ATX ray. What is that? Sure. Uh, we've recently announced that we're purchasing a great deal of these, and they will be part of the prototype at BWI. Uh, ATs, or Advanced Technology, also known as Multiview X-ray, creates multiple images of your carry-on items when you arrive at the checkpoint for the security officer to look at. And the difference between current X-ray and Multiview X-ray is basically like the difference between, you know, regular analog TV and HDTV. It's a sharper, crisper image. 
um, and it, it creates two views. Not only is it a view from the top of the bag, but from the side as well. So really we're looking at being able to, you know, improve throughput. If a security officer can look at a bag more quickly and readily identify that that bag does not pose a threat, cuts down on the number of bag checks that need to take place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, both you and Kelly, we thank you guys um, very much for being on. We certainly want to have you on uh, again in the very near future. I know that there's constantly a lot of uh, uh, initiatives um, in development uh, through both of your your uh, organizations, uh, both custom, uh, P- Customs and Border Protection and uh, Transportation Security Administration. And, and we thank you guys for, for coming on our show today and, and uh, just providing us with a lot of wonderful insight. And know you have an open invitation to come back at any time, anytime you have a, a new initiative that you'd like to share with our listening audience. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you so much. Our pleasure, our pleasure. You're listening to the Traveling On Radio Show. And uh, when we come back, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about uh, next weekend's great... Our next live remote. Yeah, our next live remote. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, This is Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick with the Traveling On Radio Show. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side of this break. In November 2004, Jose was sentenced to eight years for committing a gun crime. His wife and two sons were left alone. Today, I want to talk to you about being arrested. My family has suffered immensely. They're the ones that really suffered the most for my decisions that I've made in my life. What would you tell young kids? Just think about your family first. Your family always comes first and your family is always going to be there for you. When you commit a gun crime, your family serves the sentence with you. Gun crimes hit home. Brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. BronzeWorldTravel.com is your one-stop travel store where you can find the best travel values available at the most competitive prices. Whether you're booking a cruise, flight, car, or vacation package, they have so many great travel deals that you'll make them your first choice when it comes to travel. Visit them today at BronzeWorldTravel.com. You'll also find a link to BronzeWorldTravel.com on the Traveling On website. BronzeWorldTravel.com, where they celebrate life through travel. Because dissent is the American way. Progressive Talk 1260. Discover a new you. See yourself in a whole new way with a color makeover. Find a look that expresses your style, your personality, and your life with Mary Kay Cosmetics. You'll delight in the many wonderful colors that the MK Signature line brings you. Find the perfect shade for your eyes, lips, and cheeks. Visit Danielle Johnson's website at MaryKay.com backslash ms.djohnson86 for a virtual makeover. You'll love what you discover. Mary Kay, enriching women's lives. You're listening to Progressive Talk 1260. Join the radio revolution. Hey, and welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Traveling On Radio Show, and you've been enjoying... um, through, uh, through this last hour, music from uh, Putumayo World Music's uh, Euro Groove Euro Collection. Groove, in fact, yes. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're grooving for sure. That's right. Uh, <laughs> just to remind everyone, Putumayo is the official music sponsor of the Traveling On Radio Show, and uh, we do give away those CDs in our contest, our Traveling Trivia Contest, among other mm-hmm, contests. Mm-hmm. So. 
Uh, yep, and we'll be giving giving another one away. Their newest one, which I think is called African Party, and, and it's yeah, really great. Uh, that's but, one of the best ones they've put out. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be giving that away in a couple of weeks after the tickets to the America's Polo Cup and uh, Willie Porter's concert. Um, but as uh, we've been mentioning throughout the show, next Saturday we'll be broadcasting live from downtown Frederick for their Mayfest Street Celebration and their uh, monthly first Saturday. And here to tell us more about the exciting activities on Main Street is Joanna Lubis with the Downtown Frederick Partnership. Hey, Joanna, welcome to Traveling On. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, our pleasure, our pleasure. Now tell us about the uh, the family-friendly activities that will be occurring during Mayfest. Well, Mayfest is basically a celebration of spring in Downtown Frederick, um, and we really try to make it a great event for families um, or anyone who wants to come out for that matter. Um, uh, from 10 to 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., we've got a lot of children's activities going on, like build a build your own uh, foam visor. We've got um, make your own pipe cleaner flowers. Um, we've also got some um, other like monster mural drawing and things like that. So where, lots where do, of good things. To where do. do they get to draw? Um, they actually get to color in this beautiful mural. Um, it's uh, all covered in butterflies. So it's, you know, everything that we do this day is spring themed. Mm, oh, that sounds like now how messy do they get? <laughs> um, a little bit messy, but, you know, that's um, that's part of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> not for the parents. No, maybe, not but, so much. <laughs> but but the, good, the good thing is that, you know, maybe they can wear them out enough. They'll be uh, they'll take a nap on the way home. That's right. That's right. And um, I will tell you, the biggest draw that we have for the day is our build a bouquet activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually what happens is participating merchants, and we have over 60 this time, stores, restaurants, salons, all kinds of things like that. And we'll be giving away free flowers while supplies last, one to each customer. So by the time you leave beautiful downtown Frederick, you'll have a wonderful bouquet of flowers to take home. And I, I love that idea, and I can tell uh, our listening audience from my own personal experience, if you don't get there early... That's right. Uh, because I have scrambled, the last couple of years, I've scrambled to try to at least get a carnation. And, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they've all been gone. So. Well, we try to encourage our merchants to uh, purchase enough for everyone, but yes, I, I would agree. It's probably good to come down early and start your Build-A-Bouquet early, because I will tell you that is definitely the most popular activity of the day. I, I say so, and, in, 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 you know, and this is among 60 merchants along Main Street or some of the side streets as well? Um, the, um, it's basically it's along Market Street and Patrick Street, which are, mm-hmm. are our two main streets in downtown Frederick. Um, but we also have some other streets that uh, have some activities that have merchants giving out flowers, such as Church Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also East Street, which is a shopping area called Everready Square in Shabrow. Right. Now, one of the things, too, you've got Mayfest, but it's also First Saturdays. Tell us a little bit about that, because that's something we've had a chance to experience uh, in some of the winter months in Frederick as well, and it's really a great time to come out and see the city. It is, it is, and I'm glad you guys have been able to come out and enjoy our event. Um, First Saturday is an event that we hold, obviously the first Saturday of every month, um, from 5 to 9 p.m. in downtown Frederick. And the basic goal is to showcase all the wonderful things that we have 
um, including, you know, our shops and restaurants and those types of things, but also to have local musicians play live music and um, just encourage people to come down and see what's new. And each first Saturday has a different theme um, for May, since it's happening right after May Fest. It's basically a continuation of the day with uh, live music happening throughout the evening. Um, there are always um, guest artists. Um, there are openings, special exhibit openings at the galleries that we have downtown. Um, so there's always a ton of things to do. And, and, you know, I'm glad you mentioned music performances because I, I know that you're going to have uh, several uh, music performances at different locations. And Mindy Miller is actually kicking off the performances in front of uh, uh, 30... 30 North Market. Yeah. Now, for our listening audience who may not know who she is, can um, share... I can definitely tell you a little bit about Mindy. She um, is actually a wonderful girl. She is... 17. She might be 18 by the time this happens, but um, she has got the most amazing voice. She's so mature. She has um, she has musicians who are, you know, in their late 20s, early 30s that are scrambling to work with her. So we're lucky, lucky enough to have her uh, play for us from 11 to 1 uh, 1 p.m. that day in front of 30 North Market, as you said, and she'll be um, showcasing her singing songwriting skills. Oh, wonderful. And you also have uh, Automatic Slim bringing his brand of uh, blues and rocks, huh? We or- do, and he's actually a personal favorite of mine. Um, <laughs> he is a great guy, great energy. He's actually out of Baltimore, and he typically pay- plays with a band, but he'll be coming and doing a solo act for us. Um, very enjoyable. You definitely will have your toes tapping, and right. uh, people will really enjoy him, I think. Now, for those who haven't been to Frederick in a while, downtown is taking on a new look with all of the development around the Carroll Creek. So this is a good time for those who haven't been to see, really, the new Frederick. This has really become an exciting place to visit. Uh, you don't have to go to one of these made-up places. You've got the authentic town square and all of those rich buildings the architecture it's 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 there in downtown frederick and and the art and and frederick you know people may be surprised frederick has a treasure trove of um wonderful art collections we really do um downtown is thriving um we really try to encourage people to say hey you don't feel like going to baltimore you don't feel like going to dc mm-hmm. come to frederick do mm-hmm. try a new little place um and it's not even that little anymore we've we, right. um our downtown area encompasses about 40 blocks um 12 of those blocks are where our activities for our events basically happen and and just for our listening audience uh, purposes we have links to both your website and the america's polo cup website of uh, anyone is interested in visiting, uh, that both uh, sites are linked on our calendar page, and uh, you can learn all about the, the activities, including your uh, recent call for artists to participate in your first Saturday for June. That's right. So uh, thank you so much, Joanna, for uh, stopping by, and we look forward to seeing you next weekend. Yes, we're very excited to have you, so we're looking forward to it. Oh, our pleasure, and uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, again today and, and, and uh, working through with us uh, in spite of some of the tech difficulties and uh, we also really want to thank our guest Kelly Clunt and uh, Lauren Wolf who's uh, who provided a wonderful uh, slew of information uh, for us and if you'd like more information about today's show just visit our website at traveln-on.com and don't forget to play travel and trivia as always it's been a pleasure to share some travel time with you we're Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick and we look forward to spending more time with you again next week same time same frequency until then happy, happy travels, travels.